This podcast is powered by EG Consults, the digital group. Hello, creative influencers. My name is K.A. and I welcome you all to our podcast. In here, we explore the latest trends and insights in the creative space with experts and influencers across Africa. So I urge you to subscribe and rate our podcast if you haven't done so yet. And you will never miss an episode. Also, you will be among the first to be picked when we begin sharing goodies and giving shout outs. To follow our pod on Spotify, just click on the plus button below our logo and activate the notification bell. After that, rate us with the star button and you are done. On Apple Podcasts, subscribe by following us with the button on the top right corner and scroll down to rate us there. Finally, on Google Podcasts, search the creative lens if you don't have the link and click to subscribe. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, for being part of our amazing community. We hope you enjoy our episode and we look forward to hearing from you in our comment section. Salut les gars, welcome once again to the Creative Lens Podcast. This is another edition of your favorite podcast. My name is K.A. as usual. Today I have a wonderful guest. Um, Someone you are going to enjoy. We are going to have a fruitful conversation about art as always. You know, this is your go-to Creative Arts Podcast. So today we have Sister Usua here. <laughs> How are you doing, Usua? I'm good yourself. I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, so I met also at um, LDC's uh, private private party, right? Listening party. Yeah. So that party was only for most important people. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so if you are fortunate to have an invite, it means you are very important in the industry. Oh, uh, I You are a very important person. For you to have a special invite, I mean, <laughs> to understand, okay, sure. Because me, when I got the invite, I'm like, okay, cool. Well, seriously, I wasn't. I didn't know the people that I was going to meet there, right? Okay. So me, I went there. I was like, okay, Charlie, I was just going to have fun, and I had set myself a time that I was going to leave. Then I got there. I started seeing familiar faces. Uh, okay. Fellow important people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very important people. I mean, that's the actual VIP, you know. But I'm glad you are here. So before we begin with our conversation for today, I would want the audience to appreciate your talent. Let us listen to this short clip. We will be back after this. From the beginning, you had no end. And between these two extremes, he is not like metabolism to have an intermediary. This is not a record label, but tell someone we are about to go highly spiritual. How his existence came about is mysterious and a mystery in itself, but he doesn't use it to scare away his children, but rather uses it to draw us to him. The fact that he took the Israelites to a land flowing with milk shows us that he is ideal for us. For even after our first parents sinned, he still sent his one and only son to come and die a shameful death, showing us that just like Jinu, 
he truly cares and so on that cross jesus christ washed away all our sins and made us so clean yahweh yeah we are aware that your son jesus christ took our sins to their barest minimum he therefore became our high sins what tm bonnie to say jesus christ taught and reduced complex heavenly things to their simplest forms as if they were fractions now let's do some small elective math here when jesus christ was here on earth he abstained from wrongfully differentiating the unrighteous from the righteous loved us all as one thereby integrating us into his kingdom regardless of our strengths and weaknesses which are our upper and lower limits he took us as sinful monomials and now we are great spiritual polynomials made up of different strengths gifts and abilities join others also into god's kingdom yes the journey to that kingdom will be hard the road will be muddy and rough we will suffer for christ's sake but we know that even though we may not be pains but we shall be big in heaven Yes, yes, you heard it right. So, per what you heard, you can automatically conclude who we are going to speak with today. And that's an epic delivery right there. So, yeah, uh, let's begin the conversation for today. We have several conversations and I was interested in what you told me, especially about your poetry background. So, on that note, I would want you to do a little bit of introduction for our listeners to know who you are. Okay. So, um, as you said, my name is Oswa. My stage name is Asante Niba. Um, I have performed on a number of stages. I've been writing and performing for six years. Now, wow. this year will be my sixth year. So, I've been doing this for six years. I have been on... Uh, MX24 twice, um, last year, December, and for this year's World Poetry Day, together with myself, um, Vitus Speaks, and there's another guy, what's his name? But for him, I know him, we met at Joulu for um, a reading. There's a library there, it's called Yi Ananse. They like promote these African art and things. So it was a poetry night. So one of my friends linked me. He knows the guy. So he was like, Oh, you're having um, a reading, like something like a poetry reading. And so I had to just go there. When I went, hey, the way they were talking, as if like they know me from somewhere. Like, by your circle. So definitely, <laughs> you No, the guy initially, I didn't know him. Okay. Uh-huh, but I don't know what the person who told me to go there told him. But when I reached it, they were like, wait, like the way they were in the house, give me a seat. Charlie, they give you hype already. So it'll be big woman. I was like, oh, okay, sure. So I met him at MX24. I was like, okay. <laughs> Why? Is he also a poet? Yes, he's also a poet. He he does a lot of performing. Um, I think either this week or next week, he'll be in Nigeria reading his um, There's this particular piece of his that, Dear Ife, he that's what's like a yeah, lot of people yeah dear ify um yeah so yeah i've been on um there's this radio station maybe it's not quite popular but ep radio tv is at abilene that was my first um tv appearance yes wow. yeah that was some years back so before mx24 so 
I've, yeah, SHS, I've performed countless times, countless, <laughs> in front of the whole school, in front of specific audiences, Ibri girls, like, people got to know me in Ibri girls because of poetry. Wow. And I, I, I don't know some, how, but it was, it was just amazing. And I, I mean, I held a space on my birthday last month, 23rd July, um, had an amazing turnout. There were over a thousand people on this. Wow. <laughs> and then you, I'm saying that she's a big woman, guys. She's a big woman. <laughs> so, yeah, I was telling them that it was through poetry that the headmistress at the time, she's not there right now. She has been transferred to another school. The headmistress at the time got to know me personally because of poetry. And anytime there's a program that requires maybe somebody needs to put together a write-up or something. I mean, she wouldn't come to me and tell me, but she'll pass it to another person that she wants me to do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it, has, it has been quite a journey. So, you were quite resourceful for your school? Yes. Every girl? Yes, yes. How was school life? With the poetry. No, I mean general. General. Oh, it was, it was good. I mean, it was, we were the first batch of free SHS. So everything, um, adapting everything was quite a task, but we settled in. It took it took us some time to settle in, but we did. Okay, so you said you started poetry six years ago. Yeah, SHS two. SHS two. So when did you realize that you could write and you could perform? <laughs> okay, let me see this. Um, I like before I started writing poetry, I loved. I mean, I still do love literature especially African literature. I don't know. It's, it's, it excites a certain part of me. It, it's, it, it makes me so happy that yeah, Africans, we are also capable of doing great things that people we idolize who are in the European countries can also do. So SHS 2, it was one prep evening, and I was sitting, I, I used to sit at the front of the class. So I was sitting there, and then I was just asking a friend of mine that, oh, she should give me ideas on how a typical day in Ghana is like. So she was giving me the ideas. I, I didn't, prior to that, I had no like intent of writing a poem. I loved poetry, but I didn't desire to write poetry. So I was just there, she was talking, she was talking, she was talking. I was like, okay, let me just do something. So I started writing. I didn't know what I was writing. Your friend, what was she into? She wasn't into anything. She was a normal. But you were, so you were just boring her thoughts about something. Yeah, I was just, I don't know what even came into me that it was all of a sudden. That's, no, like literally, like that's what happened. It was all of a sudden. Like I just saw myself writing. So when I finished writing and then I read what I had written, then I knew that no, this is good. So I went to show it to a couple of my friends who were around at the time in class and they were like, oh, this is really good. I should continue. I was like, okay. So that was how it started. I didn't, like, uh, yeah, it was all of a sudden. You didn't plan? I didn't plan nothing. You just came? It just, I was just there, and then it was like something came. I don't know if I would say something came, like, nothing, I don't know. There was no, okay, I'm come to start, oh, today I'll start writing. No, 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 it was nothing like that. <laughs> but I, I, do you remember I told you I'm a disappointed <laughs> rapper? <laughs> you um, sometimes, I don't know, these things, these ideas were coming into my head that I could rap because I love rap. So I was like, let me try writing some lines. I wrote, I wrote 
half a book of lyrics. Wow. <laughs> and maybe it was frustration that led me to because at the time I was idle. So I I had to write something. So uh, I want to know, um, growing up, were you really into poetry or there was you were interested in a particular piece of art that really drove you or like I'm thinking as in uh, unintentionally it was really creeping in your mind but you didn't know. Were you I loved reading every type of literature. After that one day, my, my mom can really testify. So we can say reading led you into poetry. To an extent, but it is not <laughs> the reason I started, the, like there was no trigger, nothing. But maybe yeah, maybe probably because my reading, my love for reading, to an extent, put the me thing in that. Is, you you can't talk. Yes, because yeah, that because day, it was not planned. Yes, if it were planned, you could have. To, uh, you could have so, that is, and and then the piece, that particular piece that I wrote, it is the only piece of mine that doesn't have a date or time. Um. All the pieces that I wrote afterwards, even up to now, when I'm writing a piece, I write the dates, the day, and the time. And so you are documenting. That, yes. Your... So it, it it gives me um when I read my past pieces, like it, it, I I I do um, introspection, how I was writing then and how I'm writing now, how how I can improve. But surprisingly, by some strange means that is that is the only piece of mine without a date without a time and up to now i don't even remember the month or anything that that piece was with i don't know if maybe it was supposed to be hidden from me so that i don't know i don't know and it didn't even occur to me that i should write the dates down like today this thing happened okay well that's great i mean you already told us you love reading and you are sort of uh, literature driven so I mean that could have been a trigger but uh, for someone who does something so well like this when you started performing do you remember your first stage performance my first stage performance it wasn't should I say it wasn't a stage per se um, okay let me put it this way public performance okay it was an assembly School. school assembly. I was in, in final year. Uh, we were about to write was before COVID hit. We went home. That was pre-COVID. So we thought, I mean, we knew we were about to write was So we had an assembly and um, I was standing there with a friend of mine. She has passed on, unfortunately. Um, we were standing there and we were talking like, I mean, the person, the people who were leading the assembly were leading us. So me, I knew that we were speaking undertone. All of a sudden, the, the teacher in front called us that we should come in front, that we are talking in front of the whole school. And I was so, I don't know, like, I was scared because nothing like that had happened to me in all my three years in Ibri. Nothing. So we were in front and then told us to kneel down, new SHS, those kind of things. And then she was like, you should write an apology letter to God. And come in, and come in, say it, recite it in front of the whole school the next morning. He said, "Okay." At that time, I had just started writing poetry, and I was having a full exercise book. I had written a full exercise book of poems. People used to people from the arts class, the business class. I was a science student, so people from the art class and business class, visual art, they used to come and borrow the book. And they go and read it in their class. They bring it. 
I don't even know where the book ended. I don't even know. But at that time, I had just writing poetry. People had just, just started like getting to know that oh, who's what has poetry, blah, blah, blah. So my friend, definitely, she was in my class. So she was like, this one day, I know that. I already know that I'm the one going to do it because she doesn't have any knowledge about what the woman said. So I was like, okay, sure, let's see what we do. I mean, school closed, we went back to our houses. Um, the whole time, like, after it happened through the evening, I was thinking, I was in serious, like, I was in a serious mood of thinking, like, how am I going to write this thing? I had, I had never done such a thing before. I, just, I mean, I had just started writing poetry, so I was, should I say, fresh or new in it. So I was like, God, please help me. I'll not do this thing again, I think. So I, evening came, prep ended. We went back to our various houses. We came, we slept. I, I couldn't even sleep the whole night because I know that something is waiting for me in the morning. So I have to. And then there, there, there was, for my mates, there were, there were a lot of high expectations for me because they've read what I have written so they 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 have so so their expectation it was so high it was so so high so i was like so, so the expectation kind of made you nervous uh it's kind of gingered me into knowing that no i can do this thing <laughs> i can do this thing whatever i'm telling myself is a lie i can do this thing so i i wrote it around one game and when i finished writing i knew that no this one yeah it's a bank the woman, the woman will like it. The whole school will like it. So in the in the morning, the people in my house, they, they were like, "Hey, have I written?" I was like, "Yeah, like no shaking. Everybody should relax." They, they wanted to read it, but I was like, "No, let's always for the assembly, and then everybody hears it." So the time came. I went to stand there with my friend. We, I read it and come and see fans. <laughs> <laughs> that that day, I will never forget. Even the teacher who punished us loved it. She, she thought it was a punishment. She thought, like, maybe we'll come and mess up or something. But, I mean, I say this to Gloria, but, like, I really rose to the occasion. Like, I wouldn't even lie. It's God doing. Yeah, because how, as to how I put those particular ways under pressure to, like, not even one person convinced that, oh, maybe not. Everything was perfect. So that, that particular incident was like a catapult to fame for me in the school. Since then, people still call, up to now, people still call me dear God. <laughs> up to now, up to now. Was it, was it the title of the poem? That was the first line. Okay. That was the first line. But you, in particular, what title did you give that poem? There was no title. No title? There was no title. So the title is no title. <laughs> Probably maybe Dear God. Uh, dear God. Yeah. Up to now, they still call me Dear God. Up to now. So um, that was your first public performance? Mini. 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 Then the major one was in... Every girls hosted um, a certain program. It's called um, Forum of Heads of Girls Senior High School. Uh-huh. So at that, it's, I think every year they shift it to every girl's school to host it. So it's a forum. So the school that hosted, um, representatives from all second, um, secondary girls' schools in Ghana, they bring their reps to come and stay there for a week. The, the program is a, is a week long program. So they come and stay, like all girls in Ghana, all the regions you can think of, the girls' schools, they, the reps from there come, and they lodge there, so they listen to 
various speeches from different headmistresses and then people who aren't in academia mm -hmm. come. So before the program, the program was during our vacation. So before we vacated, the one English teacher came to me and was like, oh, the headmistress is saying that it's going to be a program like this. Girl, I mean, I think the theme was about girl-child education and free SHS. So I should write a piece on it. So I know that when we vacate, I'll have to come back to school for the program. I was like, sure, no problem. So I wrote the piece and that was also another spectacular. You killed it performance like but do you have footages of your performances yes and um, it's pictures that i have but you don't videos, have videos. videos my brother took it on an ipad that ipad we hardly use it in the house now but i know it's on that particular ipad but pictures there's one picture on my phone i recently discovered <laughs> <laughs> from that that performance yeah it was it was amazing I would love our listeners to have a feel of how you do on stage. So I'll be playing the video that you pinned on your Twitter. Um, let's hear it. The fact that he took the Israelites to a land flowing with milk shows us that he's ideal for us. For even after our first parents sing, he still sent his one and only son to come and die a shameful death. Showing us that just like Gino, he truly cares. And so on that cross, Jesus Christ washed away all our sins and made us so clean. Yahweh, Yah, we are aware that your son Jesus Christ took our sins to be our very minimum. He therefore became our high sense. What is it your body say? was here on earth, he taught and reduced complex heavenly things to their simplest forms as if they were fractions. Now let's do some little elective math here. <laughs> so that's great. Um, wow. Also, are you, you, you've come a long way. I have. I have. How are you enjoying the whole poetry? <laughs> it's not, it hasn't been easy. Um, there have been some downs along the way, but... I mean, we learn from we learn from the mistakes. So, alright. Okay, here we are not here to promote your else. We are here. To <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, we are here to highlight your W's. You, you see. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's been great, right? So far, yes. I, I would say, I would, yeah, it has actually. It has actually um, opened some doors for me to meet certain people. That I knew that if I didn't have what I have, I wouldn't meet those people. So my, I'm grateful that my talent has held me to meet those kind of people that I wouldn't meet on a regular. That's great. That's great. I mean, I'm a Shakespeare and I've told you before. And as you said, you are driven towards literature. I'm also a literature student. I discovered poetry through uh, Shakespeare's books, you know, at the time. My dad gave me a Shakespeare book, so, and at the back of the book, there were sonnets. And, you know, sonnets is, is a form of poetry. So, reading sonnets actually made me um, love poetry. Do you get it? So, yeah, um, I sort of got closer to poetry when I read sonnets. Although, you might not relate with what it is written, but when you put yourself into to 
character and you think yourself with it it really speaks to you you know yeah and and at a point discovering the sonnet i sort of thought i should be reading and memorizing it like i don't know who i was going to perform it to but probably i was being childish at the time you know <laughs> Yeah, so Charlie. Imaginary audience. I understand. You very well. Yes. So, I mean, sonnet is a type of poetry, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I want to know what type of poetry do you major in? Variety. Uh, Variety. Yeah. Fevers. Narrative. Quite. I have I've written a number of poems. Some of them I don't even remember, but I've written a number of poems and they are not I try not to stay in one lane. I try to discover other other should I say genres or genres of poetry. Yeah. It it gives you that higher advantage over somebody who is maybe stuck in writing just yes. Because when you explore what the other types have to offer you see that there's more there's more to the art and you also learn how to like play with it sometimes maybe you can put this there yeah but have you read shakespeare it's been a while i mean the book oh yeah i have i have well which one is your favorite i say romeo and juliet but there was hamlet yes yeah, I think there, there was, I don't know, there was one play of his that they, they simplified into like, it became like children's story. It was very, it was a very slim book. I think it was Hamlet. Or Hamlet. Hamlet is a tragedy. They simplified it, like, they really simplified it to be a very slim book, like a children's story. I think. Oh, okay. You are talking about the books. I'm talking about the plays themselves. Yeah, I've read it. Oh, okay, I get it. But for me, I would say my favorite Shakespeare play would be King Henry the Fifth, um, because the the story has a lot to offer, religiously, um, courageously, and tactically, strategically, because it's a story of strategy, a story of patriotism, a story of faith. It has all the ingredients of a good story. So yeah, I'll pick in Henry the Fifth as my favorite play, you know. And also it actually tells you the the rift between the English and the French at the time because at the time the English were paying a certain tax to the French and then King Henry the Fifth, who never studied the courts or the palace, actually came to abolish the whole tax that England was paying to France. Yeah. Yeah, but there is an adaptation of uh, King Henry the Fifth on Netflix. Oh, okay. I think uh, the title is The King. The King. Okay. The King. Yes, The King. I don't know if they've removed the movie, but I think it should be there because I remember watching the movie. I think some two years ago. Yeah, you can check it out. It's a very nice. <laughs> <laughs> you have to love some things up for it to be like. <laughs> You need to read this movie. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so back to our conversation. How do you deal with critics? <laughs> uh, critics, critics. Um, it's not easy, but it's part of it. I mean, I'm not perfect. I, I haven't reached where I want to reach yet. 
poetry. So those things are expected, first of all. Um, I, most of the times, I look at the person who is critiquing what I've written. Um, if the person is a fellow poet or a lover of the art, I see that you are coming from a, from a place of love, not like reproach or scolding. Yeah, I <coughs> I have specific people that when I write a new piece, um, I share it with those specific people all the time. So like they sort of proofread your works? Yes. So how is it? How do you find it? I don't, sometimes I don't necessarily need the compliment oh this is good oh no i i don't i know so i don't <laughs> i i don't i don't need that i actually want you to read like to like actually peruse what i've given you and actually tell me what you think what can be because i wrote a piece for world oral hill day it was on a monday the friday before that monday i was on a space um was dr you know dr george on twitter uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he was on a space with Stoneboy's wife. It was prior prior to the world. She's a, I mean, that's a field. So they were deliberating on like oral health and other things. So I thought that Friday was the day. So I texted him afterwards. I'm quite cordial with him. So I texted him that, um, is that day the day? And he was like, oh no, it's rather the Monday. I was like, oh wow, because right after the space, I went to use the bathroom and then the first four lines came to me. So I was like, oh, let me just write it. But he was like, oh sure, I should look sharp and write it. And then if I can, I can shoot a video for it before Monday. So I had to write the piece. I had to finish that piece there and then before Saturday, call the guy for the shoot. He did the shoot and everything. He he was so shocked. Like so, I sent it to before the the shooting of the video. After I just finished writing the video, I sent it to my people. Then one friend of mine he came and then I don't know. He sent it back to me. So when I opened this, I saw that the part where he felt quote unquote wasn't necessary. He highlighted them with the red. And then the part that he felt oh this part is good, they, he put it in green. And then the, the part that was from him that he felt I could add to make it better. I think that was in black. I appreciated it because it was his contribution that made the piece better. So that is what I'm saying, that he's a lover of the arts and, should I say, a part-time poet. Yeah, so when it's coming from somebody like that, I know that, oh, this person wants for the better. But I actually see, when somebody actually critiques me and not what I'm doing, I actually see it. Like, when it's a bit personal, I see it. But I don't... I don't take those things to heart a lot because I have gotten a lot of critics, like people who are, they just don't like you. So whatever you do, they are always going to attack you. So I've gotten a lot of that in the past year. So now it's like I'm kind of bulletproof to those things. Uh -huh. So first of all, I look at where you are coming from. If you have a background or you have an edge for poetry or something like that, then I see where you are coming from. But when you are coming from another angle, I, I know what you are driving at. <laughs> so, yeah. It has taken a lot for me to say that I don't heed to those things. But yeah, I've, I've gone to that extent where I, I need to shut out certain things. Yeah. Why are you in school, right? Yeah, I'm a medical student. <laughs> yeah, I'm a third year medical student. <laughs> yeah. So, doctor, what is your area of expertise? My specialty? Oh, I'm still thinking. But I have quite a number of things lined up. So. Well, 
I know there are many areas in medicine. Lots, so many. Some are still being... Um, the notable ones that I know are uh, gynecology, pediatry, veterinary, those who look after animals. Then I know ophthalmology, opticians or something like that. Physiotherapy, there is psychology, psychiatry. Ops and my PA used to be a psychologist. Psychologist. No, no, she is a psychologist. People normally confuse psychiatry and psychology. Right? No, she she is because her mom is a psychologist, so her mom actually taught her into psychology. Influence. <laughs> yeah, uh, let me even give her a shout out. Shout out to you, Dion Davis. <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, Dion is. Used to be my PA. Anyway, so I read medicine. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you. You look so young and you are doing poetry, you are reading medicine. Wow, you must be very intelligent. Mm, the grace of God. Amen. <laughs> So, life on social media. Let's come to social media. How is social media treating you? I'm off Twitter, so you say social media, I shift to that side. You are more off Twitter. Twitter. So, I'll be talking about that side well, more before I come to the rest of the platform. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I can't do, like, I cannot, let me see this. Like, my poetry journey so far, from last year up to now, cannot be written or said without twitter last year before i started i have this friend of mine he's already an influencer so i was just talking to him that oh like i want to start being on like being active on twitter but how would they take it like since me i knew that twitter was more of like agenda banter today this person's fight we like violence <laughs> <laughs> yeah so how would they accept or receive something like this and he was like oh i shouldn't worry i should just i should just do it and post the video he had quite a reach at that time so he used that to help me so yes the video went somewhat viral and it got me the followers and i started twitter from last year january yeah that that's the video on my pinned profile so is there okay i've seen the video mm. yeah the video we've played it already and that was the second clip we played oh okay so you are saying your breakthrough came through twitter and then your friend helped you project yourself on twitter that was last year before i met the duo um i i'm still with today i mean he's still my friend but i'm saying that that video sort of propelled you yeah i hadn't even posted anything after that video for a while i was just trying to study how things will go and things actually went well so it was like oh i should start tweeting and like about general issues so that people will like more people will like come to my profile and come and see what i do and understand and so um yeah as i said like it's Open some serious doors. Quite a number of good relationships with certain people who have put me on at times. Put me on, yeah, yeah. So Twitter has done a lot. Like for me, I wouldn't even like cap. Twitter has done so much for me as a poet. Yeah, I'm still learning, trying to stretch how far the talents can go. So I'm doing that. I'm trying. I've I've started trying to think how to move with the flow and all those things yeah okay i'm trying to be very versatile not that i'm trying but it's part of the end goals like 
I shouldn't just be, oh, you just stand on stage. But when they give you, I, I should be able to work with anything given to me. Let me say it that way. I should be able to work with anything, whether it's instrumental or beats. So I'm working towards that. Listening to you, I can sense that you are versatile and you like variety. So I think that explains it. And also, um, I think that's a good trait. It means you, you can't be stuck. You can't be boxed in yeah. a particular thing. And you always look forward to learn. And I new things, yeah. That's great. So six years into poetry. So who do you look up to? Um, <laughs> Sully Briggs. Sully Briggs. I will always mention his name wherever I go. Sully Briggs is my standard. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Sully Briggs, I started listening to him before my wasi. Every time when I, I, look, I, I always look forward to, at the time he kept, he was, he kept updating his YouTube. Now he's more like on the low and stuff compared to last year and the years back. So I, every time when we go on vacation, I always look, look forward to going to YouTube and watching his new videos. I love celebrate. I wouldn't be in line. It was later on that I saw that he did um, an intro for SAC for highest. Yeah, I was, I don't know, wherever I hear Sully Briggs, but I know this is Sully Briggs. Like, when I heard it, I was so excited. I was like, ah, Sully Briggs, Sully Briggs. Yeah. So, I mean, I love that guy. Sully Briggs is... I had to love him. I didn't have a choice because of his delivery, his voice. Sully Briggs is amazing. He's a Ghanaian, right? You know that, right? Yeah, I know. He's a UK-based Ghanaian poet. And this one, he says, he's the one that wields the microphone. The worst myth whose scripture shall exalt the people. I mean, that's vast. <laughs> that's that's vast. I mean, and these are two lines, only just two lines, right? I remember um, some time ago, we, we are coming back to social media. Sarkode won something or he, he made a great achievement. And then there was this guy, Olili Salvador. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. He, he, he couldn't explain the greatness of Sarkozy, so he had to just take Sullivan's line. Yeah. He blamed the guy. I'm like, and it had, when, when he, he was, he, uh, when he typed the whole thing, I said, bro, you left one thing. Highest. <laughs> the, the highest. So like, no, I mean, what Sylvie Briggs did on the highest, it's money, you, you, can't quant, you can't quantify it. It's priceless. Priceless. Me, for me, and I always say, because I've not been in class to learn about art. I've not really intentionally said I'm going to learn about art. But naturally, I love art. Mm. And because of my background, in graphic design. Mm. For me, I always say that art is priceless. You cannot price art because a piece of art that you may sell at thousand Ghana cities can be re-auctioned at one million Ghana cities. Mm. You still get people to. And that is art. So for me, celebrate delivery on silence. Sarkozy's album, the highest. That's priceless and timeless. It's timeless. I mean, <laughs> and when you race, he, he's, he's different. On the album, when you listen to his, were they skits? I won't call it skits. Like they divided it. Yeah. Is it part one, part two. Part one. Yeah. Highest part, part two. two part yeah. three. Part three. I love all of them, but for me, what stands out is the silence 
introduction. <laughs> and you know, silence is the first track of yes, high. Yes. And yes. how you introduced me. You took the right <laughs> man. So you break, so you break, hey, then you have mentioned his name, you have to stand out. Hey, so you break. And amazingly, his wife is also a writer. Oh, wow. Yeah, his wife is, is amazing. His wife is also, I think, for their vows on their wedding day, he recited a piece for her. Ego Kila. Yeah, Ego Kila was wrong. She was in tears. She was in tears. Silly Briggs, they eat. So talking about silly breaks, let's also play the part of silly breaks that I love the most for the audience to also appreciate what silly breaks did on Sarkodie Silence, their highest album. He is the one that welds the microphone of legend. The words shall exalt the people. The beast who wrestled with rap legacy and came out victorious. He is the Shakespeare of this GH poetry, Usain Bolt when it comes to running these tracks. Officially weighing in at unprecedented amounts of greatness, standing at a reported height of flyer than the rest of these niggas. His personal record undefeated, over 10 years plus chilling at the top of the game. One of the greatest men to have ever communicated via a microphone in Ghana. Yes, that's including Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. Coming straight out of Community 9 Tema. Your Mandem's champion, your people's champion, your city's champion, your country's champion, your world champion. We present to you. The Let's take a break here, yeah, and we, we will be back shortly. Hello, creative influencers. My name is Mami Ufwa, and I welcome you all to our podcast. In here, we explore the latest trends and insights in the creative space with experts and influencers across Africa. So, I urge you to subscribe and rate our podcast if you haven't done so yet, and you will never miss an episode. Also, you will be among the very first to be picked when we begin sharing our goodies and giving shoutouts. To subscribe to our pod on Spotify, just click on the plus button below our logo to follow and activate your notification bell after that rate us with a star button on apple podcast subscribe by following us with a button on the top right corner and scroll down to rate us there finally on google podcast search the creative lens if you don't have the link and click to subscribe thank you so much for listening to our podcast and for being part of our amazing community we hope you enjoy our episodes and we look forward to hearing from you in our comment section yeah so guys this brings us to the end of part one of the poet and the spoken word artist and santiniba catch us next week same time as we bring you part two thank for sticking with us and come jolie to you a très bientôt les gars ciao this podcast is powered by eg consult the digital group is our business our business